0: Hey, what is good everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Anime Overtime. What's I am up? your host, Richie. And of course, I have my fellow host with me, Will Gats. What's going on,
1: people? It's the it's the muffin man.
0: How you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yo, so uh this week Will has quite a bit to jump into, guys. So let's get into this news flash segment. What you got, bruh? So this week, man, we have a shitload of things
1: to talk about because the spring season is starting up. And um, a lot of things are ending. And I want to get your take on things you might be excited for coming up for the spring season. Oh, yeah. um, so right off the bat, let's just get some news out of the way. Um, involving a title that came with the winter season, Jujutsu Kaisen, That's supposed to be ending for the season this month. So expect it to be back probably October if we're lucky. I know that's going off right now. I know you're into that. Oh, yeah. The manga of Jujutsu Kaisen is ending in two years um, as a whole. So that lines up right around the time as One Piece. So we're going to have two really big titles lost at the same time.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, that's going to suck a little bit. (laughs) That ass, because I actually like i mean i'm still catching up on one piece mm. uh, but damn man i'm actually like heavily invested into into both of them yeah
1: yeah it's gonna be two titles that uh are getting axed for the season man um and then i there's a shitload of titles coming out for the spring 2021 title i'll just go over a few right now yeah, yeah, yeah. um we have shaman king at the top of the list the reboot for Shaman King that appear, that you know premieres in April,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: we should be able to get that soon. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Eden Zero, from the creator of Fairy Tale coming out.
0: That's gonna be a banger when it does.
1: The Way of the House Husband is coming out on Netflix, which is about a yakuza boss who retires and he's just a house husband. It's a comedy show. It's actually hilarious. I read the manga. Yeah. Um, We have a new series from the Konosuba creator for all my people out there who are fans of that. It's called Combatants Will Be Dispatched. Supposed to be another comedy. So we'll get into that. Um, Man, there's there's so much. My Hero Academia, season five. You said you were excited for that one last time.
0: That's like my favorite anime out, right? Out of all the new (laughs) ones, that's my favorite anime right now. Uh, so when that shit comes back out i'm super duper excited for it i was actually um searching up like recent news about it before we began recording today Mm. um and support like all i got from out of everything was that the first episode of season five is gonna be like a recap episode mostly yeah that, that
1: doesn't surprise me at all
0: at all so but i mean either way i'm still super duper excited um i love my hero
1: it's phenomenal
0: um for all my people who are watching the
1: Zombieland saga, that's returning. So you'll get your idol fix. Um, Megalobox is coming back with a season two. I don't know if you've ever seen Megalobox. I have not, actually. It's a boxing anime is dope. You should definitely check that one out. Hell yeah. And, uh, damn. There was a confirmation that Mappa is animating the story about the first black samurai I called Yasuke. It. That Uh, is going to be amazing.
0: That actually made me laugh quite a bit. Because just before the... Like the, the screenshots and whatnot came out about that anime. I saw a TikTok that was a guy talking about a Japanese samurai that goes to Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a really troll ass. It was like, <laughs> Jesus. So that shit, every time I see the like screenshots of that black samurai anime, I just crack up thinking of jamaican samurais and shit
1: (laughs) (laughs) no doubt no doubt man we got fruit basket, the final season coming how not to summon a demon lord season two kingdom season three fucking so much man i just want to go down this list real quick i'm morix i'm most excited i should say for shaman king eden zero yasuke the way of the house husband and tokyo revenges is there anything you're looking forward into in particular?
0: Uh, I wouldn't say because right now, like, I have so many shows on my plate that I haven't given it time to think about what I'm looking for. For sure. Because um, what it is. Right now, I'm still trying to catch up on Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm almost Mm. there. I just finished catching up on Demon Slayer. Um, I still got to fucking watch, and this is not anime related, but WandaVision. Uh, (laughs) A bunch of shit on my plate, so I haven't given it thought as to what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever something heat drops, uh, I'll be on it.
1: No doubt, man. We also have some greenlit anime from later in the year or 2022. Okay. So we have... Just confirmed after eight years, Devil is a Part Timer Part Two. If you've ever seen that, that came yeah. out eight years yeah. ago. That shit, I can't wait for the second season. I've been waiting so long for that. Um, way back, there was an anime called Mew Mew Power, which was a magical girl anime. Um, that's getting a reboot
0: in the Sailor Moon Crystal fashion. So, speaking of of magical magical girl reboots, uh, I'm what's your have you have you seen anything about the uh the recent uh winx club reboot the live action one yeah yeah i have i have I, actually, don't, I don't like that <laughs> I, I actually yeah same i don't like it and i used to watch winx club a lot as a kid um and i'm not a fan of the reboot that they've brought us Some things are like, uh, hit and miss man that ass and this this that that
1: was a definite miss Absolutely no question. Um, speaking of magical girls, um, Elena the Wandering Witch—if anybody was watching that Maho no Tabi Tabi—that um, got—that's getting a second season soon. Um, another thing that's interesting that's coming out is there's a live-action Helsing movie being made by the John Wick directors. Okay. Have you ever seen Helsing?
0: I have not actually, but I, I know
1: of it. That is phenomenal. That's a classic. Um, another one that was interesting is Evangelion's final movie. Okay. That movie's coming out pretty soon. That was supposed to come out a while ago, and they've just been stalling it.
0: Oh, and I feel I know where this is coming from. You're talking about movies now.
1: Absolutely.
0: I feel, I feel like I know where we're going. Where are we going? We, 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 you going to talk about the One Piece movie coming up? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah we were getting there we were getting there yeah man um Dude, the going mary was just spotted off of cape town um on the set of the one piece movie so we just got full pictures of the going mary
0: wow bro and you showed me the photos last night they look so fucking cool
1: they look really good man really good
0: i love the the size proportions it's like everything looks scaled to size bro
1: Absolutely, man. It's it's actually exciting. I, I was listening to... Uh, there's, like, a streamers, like, tons of YouTube streamers that do this thing called The Reverie.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is, like, a meeting, basically, every year to talk One Piece. You know, talk yeah. shit about One Piece. And basically they had the director for the project on the show.
0: No way. That's so yeah.
1: cool. And it was like a surprise guest, and he was saying how he's being so faithful. If anything goes wrong, he just drops the project outright. Whoa. That's... Like, he'll actually, like, ice Netflix if they try to change something from the original story.
0: Okay, so it's Netflix leading the yeah. way. Okay. okay. But he's,
1: he actually met with Oda. And the creator of one piece, for anybody who doesn't know, he met with Ichiro Oda. and one thing you have to know about Oda is one piece is his he breathes one piece basically. It's his life, that's his big. life that's, that's his shit man. So if he he's never given the rights out to one piece to do a live action, okay, you got to understand that. And he never would. He said he never would.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But he heard this guy's pitch. And how he was going to stay faithful to the manga. And how he actually wanted to include Oda in the directing process. It seems like we're going to get something. He got Oda's blessing. So what arc
0: of the anime is the movie supposed to be taking part We don't
1: know yet. The only thing he okay. said on the podcast was that uh, it was going to be very interesting. What he chose
0: mm-hmm.
1: to adapt. So a lot of people are thinking Alabasta or... I don't know. It could be something weird. Like, it could be like the arc where they pick up Usopp, or it could be the yeah. Baratie arc where they get Sanji. Like, I don't know. You never That'd really know. That'd be wavy. Absolutely. No question, man. And then other ones that got greenlit, quick run through. Uh, we got Rent a Girlfriend season two, Goblin Slayer season two, Shield Hero in October bleach got pushed back to 2022 now ah uh, well that's a good thing that's a good thing
0: no for sure but i was I was hoping that they would be able to get everything like checked off but without having to postpone it any further
1: me too man but as long as it looks good i'm all right with it yeah for sure we have misfit of demon king academy season two mm-hmm. i know a lot of people are a fan of that and uh of course we have the chainsaw man anime to look forward to For all my Chainsaw Man people out there. And it's being directed by MAPPA. So you know that the animation's about to be fire. If you don't know, MAPPA's in charge of Jujutsu Kaisen and the final season of Attack on Titan. So you know you're going to get some nice shit.
0: My thing is, and this is probably going to be... You know, you could apply this to any animation studio, but I feel like MAPPA's going to spoil us to a degree where... Their fire ass content is gonna be like mid tier or like just regular within a couple years.
1: Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I'm
0: afraid of getting spoiled, yo. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for what? Jujutsu Kaisen? Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. And there are they doing Demon Slayer as well? No, you foldables doing Demon Slayer. Okay, yeah, um. They're doing multiple animes, though. I know there was. Oh, they're also doing Attack on Titan.
1: They're doing Attack on Titan. They, they they're, um, they're doing, doing shitload.
0: The, exactly. So they're doing so much, and like it's all really, really good. Yeah. You we know, face it with that, but you know, as I said, I'm just afraid of being spoiled. <laughs>
1: Mappa's done so many crazy things behind the scene They just they they did kakagurui they did Jujutsu Kaisen. They're doing Yasuke. They're doing Chainsaw Man. Fucking. Probably kaiju number eight when that gets animated for all my people out there that know that. They did God of High School. They're doing some things, man. That they're making a name for themselves. And and oh. one thing you gotta know is the animation has not dropped in quality.
0: Yeah, it hasn't at all. It's phenomenal. Uh well, God of High School is another one of those animes I plan on catching up on. I got that one set for immediately after I finished Jujutsu Kaisen.
1: Are you gonna read the manhwa? uh
0: probably yeah
1: good 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 because that's where all the that's where all the good stuff's at
0: (laughs) that's where all the heat's at
1: yeah all right man and that's all i had for this week
0: let's get into the avatar stuff uh yeah 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 for sure uh just real quickly i had two quick things before we get into the avatar stuff sure um for one there's been a bunch of hype over the the boruto anime they recently did the kawaki fight versus goro yep that shit, they, I think they've, uh, I don't know if it's a record or not, but for some reason or another, like, it was a really big highlight that, um, the video on YouTube right now is sitting pretty at over 3.5 million views.
1: Yeah, that's because they actually got into the canning content. Yeah. <laughs> like, they should have did
0: 100 episodes ago. That's why <laughs> it was so hard for me to get into Boruto at first, bro. Like matter of fact if you could tell me like a solid jump off episode for when i can get into boruto i'll actually start Uh, watching the anime because like right now what i'm doing is um i'm just following up on youtube videos made by naruto tubers basically
1: okay well i mean the the best way to get this stuff is to read the manga Mm -hmm. that's what i do uh, the anime is just getting into canon material, okay. like there's uh, The Boruto anime is like 80% filler. You have to understand that they haven't animated anything yet because the manga is monthly.
0: Oh, that makes-
1: it comes out on the it comes out on the 20th every month or the 19th, whichever you know depends okay. on what month it is, but. It comes out on the twentieth every month, along with Dragon Ball Super, which is why I think that's not getting animated right now as well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the best way to do that is the manga, man. Like, yeah, I, I could Super cherry I pick aware. episodes for you, but
0: and that—that's about it. It's pretty much yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, and then um, last one here. Have you been keeping tabs on the latest Dragon Ball Z game, the Kakarot one? Yeah.
1: Are you gonna um, talk about the trunks game?
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I, I just I just want to talk about like the whole game um, as like a, an item first before getting into the specific trunks DLC. Sure. Uh, just cause like the game itself is like really turn off y right? Mm. Um, I don't like the fact that in order to play the game really there's a lot of there's there's too much dlc that's for one yeah um i don't i don't like the it's kind of like ea they'll sell you in an incomplete game and then expect
1: microtransactions
0: exactly and then microtransactions out the ass the whole way through i mean but
1: there's a hundred other dragon ball games like come on man we all know the story
0: no it is for sure um and then what else? The fact that the game... Bro, okay, so when you think of a Dragon Ball Z game, what do you what do you think of? Budokai. Like as, as far as the gameplay goes, not like...
1: Oh, like... Mm, I think my mind goes immediately either to the Raging Blast series or like Fighters.
0: Right, right, right. And then the, the whole focus of the game is combat, right? With other...
1: Whooping the other person's ass, yeah.
0: <laughs> Kakarot is a single-player game.
1: Yeah, it is
0: that shit that's the reason why i didn't buy it in the first place because i was like what the fuck kind of sense does it make i mean but that's the thing right that's what i just it's kind of what i said
1: right yeah, it's yeah. like there's a hundred other dragon ball games out there for fighting if that's what you want online exactly
0: the biggest selling point for me was the fact that it was produced by bando namkai and uh wow
1: wow Bandai
0: namco bando uh bando bando you be trapping, trapping out the bando <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs>
1: damn
0: uh but not bandai namco
1: <laughs> you went ssj 9k for a minute
0: there <laughs> SSJ. <laughs> but no it's, it was developed by the same companies that made the naruto ultimate ninja storm series and <laughs> those games are known for beat. I'm sorry i just have fucking king vegeta in my head
1: Your son is a bitch.
0: (laughs) I always. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Jesus. I love the um the the trunks episode. Yeah. The the, the, the long sword.
1: The long sword style. Yeah.
0: I don't see nothing (laughs) wrong.
1: Vegeta told me my son was a bitch.
0: Your son is a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Love it. The funniest scene from that whole shit for me um, was when Frieza was like, Daddy, you're being really gay. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, You're gay, Frieza. You know how I feel about that word. Too much, man. Too much. Trunks goes, Hey, (laughs) faggot. let me go yo me guess, daddy.
1: <laughs> yo shout out ssj9k you're hilarious bro uh,
0: yo that was a time that hilarious was definitely a time. Uh, <laughs> but no man so it's like the microtransactions, the fact that it's single player it was just kind of like damn i had high hopes i think the game looks great as far as the cinematics and the the actual graphics look but it's yeah from yeah that, yeah um, but yeah, the the whole alternate timeline Trunks thing—that's super cool. I don't think a Dragon Ball Z game has done an alternate timeline saga uh, since Dragon Ball Z. You remember Dragon Ball sagas?
1: Yeah, yeah, and they they did what if stories in Raging Blast.
0: Oh, I never played so that like game, so that makes sense.
1: It's um, I don't know. They just kind of veered off, like what if what if raditz came back or something like that like and yeah. was a super saiyan or something like they what if vegeta got super saiyan 3 like wasn't that the same game
0: where they brought in super saiyan 4 broly yeah yeah i remember that i remember that shit <laughs> okay um so yeah uh, done with that shit let's jump into the the avatar shit yes sir Yo, okay, so do you wanna start off with the review or do you wanna start <laughs> off with <some laughs> of the, shit
1: that we got <laughs> the Big Bad mole? Big Bad mole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the fuck
1: <laughs> That's the outro song, it has to be. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, wherever we wanna start. I'm good with it. I love book two and three. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um so let's, let's just go ahead and get this out the way. Um, recently, Avatar has been coming out with some, uh, like, side stories mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it's confirmed that Toph can lava bend? Yeah. Um, on a post I do,
1: on Snapchat, uh, Brian and Mike just confirmed that Toph can lava bend. He, she just doesn't because she's not good at it. Damn, y'all! Like, what can't Toph do, yo? She eyes. she really made the statement. She was like, "I am the greatest earthbender to to ever
0: live." She meant that okay. shit. She actually meant it. You Cause know? like, she's not good at sand bending, but she can do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's not good
0: at lava bending, but apparently she can do it.
1: She perfected the metal bending. She
0: perfected metal bending. What wow. can't she do? she is a character bro 110%. oh ten percent a hundred and ten percent
1: i always i always recall the time when she hit the battlefield in uh book four of korra and like against kuvira and this is way later we'll talk about this later but um when she hit the battlefield in book four of korra kuvira just shut down and she was in the middle of a takeover of a city
0: kuvira didn't want that shit, bro
1: nah she didn't want to smoke
0: did this oh shit okay um my fault I got this right <laughs> <there>. <laughs> okay um but yeah so jumping into to books two and three here mm-hmm. um I after recapping a little bit you know listening to the last week's episode when we just did book one I figured that since so many fucking elements of all three books are so closely intertwined it would be hard to just talk about one book indeed it would make it way way easier to, to knock out all three at the, you know all three at the same time so um, let's talk about primarily book 2 and 3 but don't hesitate to reference book 1 of course um so book 2 revolves mm. a lot around bossing say indeed the daily um the discovery of the solar eclipse mhm planning out the attack on the fire nation uh the subsequent failure of that mhm um what was it called azula's takeover of bossing Se. yep
1: the fall uh, of the earth kingdom itself
0: and then uh I believe book two was also when we learned of iroh's son passing away
1: yeah yep (sighs) such a heartbreaking story leaves from the vine yep
0: um let's see what else when they get when they all get captured at least most of them get captured sent to prison uh ang having to meaning that guru and learning the basis of freely achieving the avatar state.
1: Guru Patik. I'm kind of surprised that they didn't use Guru Patik more.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, now that you mention it, um, he didn't. He never even came back either. No. Which is interesting. Um, I believe just about every other character made a reappearance in the show. Um, he said he was
1: a personal friend of Monkey Azo's
0: which is absolutely crazy that would make him like a hundred and something but that's not hard to believe
1: no it's not it's not
0: honestly considering king boomy was also yeah
1: boomy yeah boomy was something else boomy was like 112 right
0: i believe yeah he was about the same exact age as ang i think maybe like a year older younger give or take
1: that's crazy
0: uh, where where should we start honestly there's just so much to like jump into um I suppose let's let's go into uh the introduction of Azula in book two
1: no doubt man Azula man fire Nation princess she's definitely a better firebender than Zuko when we get introduced to her I yeah. think at the end too
0: uh i think by the end i would disagree on that
1: one no no i don't think so zuko only won because she was off
0: uh but i want to say that zuko or she gained an upper hand when she attempted because she was you, you you did bring up a good point but she was noticing that she wasn't at an advantage um in that battle so she i mean yeah because she was off
1: that's kind of why katara was there because iroh told zuko you're not going to be able to do it alone that was one of the things that iroh said to zuko right before he sent that party of apa uh katara and zuko to go fight azula you're not going to be able to do that alone you need backup
0: that's a very fair point
1: so i would even argue that You know at the end of the day yeah azula was still more powerful than zuko it's just her mentality was off man way off
0: so in terms of pure power i would definitely say that azula um has the edge Mm. um but because of that mental stability zuko was able to outplay her when it came to it that's right okay okay fair enough fair enough Um, and then speaking of Zuko, he had a very, uh, tumultuous second book there, um, where there was at one point he was turning into a good (coughs) guy and then he betrayed team avatar once again. And everyone thought that Aang had actually died.
1: Yes, sir. That is, there's a name for that. The crossroads of destiny. So basically it's an arc where Zuko's trying to discover himself. Okay. At the end of book one, he realized that the Fire Nation wasn't so hot, man. Mm-hmm. Unintended. Uh uh-huh, huh <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious, Will. Nah, no, but at the end of it, he realized that the Fire Nation was not in the right mind, in the right and just figure. What the fuck am I saying? <laughs> they weren't the just figures of the, the world.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, so the man had to weigh his nation against his honor in the second book and at the end of the day he chose his own pride over how bad the country actually fucking is
0: and that that was thinking about that that was a really important part to his his character growth i think if he hadn't been able to return to the the fire nation um he would have easily just continued blindly chasing Aang and the rest of the team avatar um because you know as as they say things aren't always as they seem no they're not uh, the grass isn't always greener on the other side mm-hmm. so that was one of the things especially when it was laying on his mind um he was very self-conscious because azula i think i this dude, we can go off on a tangent on this one um, I believe Azula knew, like off the bat, that Aang wasn't dead. No, and that's why she gave. I don't him think the so. Credit. I
1: think she thought he was actually dead.
0: My thing is why I bring this up, right? Azula is is known to be super duper manipulative, lying. Uh, controlling, always looking out for her best interest, right? Yeah,
1: no. And I, I I, would assume that Azula thought that she actually killed Aang. But the thing about that is, um, I think it was just to get in Zuko's head to make him try to second guess and abandon the, the country mm-hmm. so that she would definitely be the next heir to the Fire Lord crown.
0: My take, and this is very... this the, At the end of it, the goal is to get the Fire Lord crown, right? Um, right. My thing was... Uh, she knew Aang wasn't dead, so she gave that credit to Zuko so that he could be brought back in. Once the Fire Lord found out that Aang wasn't dead, you could pretty much... I, I, w- I would go as far as to say that the Fire Lord would have actually gone to kill Zuko.
1: I mean, I think that was just a backup plan just in case Aang was alive, but I think she, she, she thought she got the kill.
0: hmm Okay, yeah, no, my idea was that she was going to put it on Zuko so that if and when it came out that the Avatar was still alive, she wouldn't be at blame. I mean, but that goes hand in hand
1: with manipulation, right? Yeah, Just in case, that just in case plan.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so that the only other person that could contend for the throne is completely removed from the picture. Absolutely. That's why I thought that she uh purposely gave it to him and he was very self-conscious about it like that was sitting on his head so it's like what's gonna happen to me if the fire lord finds out i didn't actually kill him why did she give it to me because like she always wants to be like the center of attention uh you see that when she gets her boyfriend uh when you get on those side arts about her boyfriend she starts spazzing the fuck out when her boyfriend's whole life doesn't revolve around her you know
1: yeah yeah that's true
0: so that's why i think azula is a super cunning character um and she never does anything without reason that would benefit her
1: yeah no i agree
0: um and then going into the 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 bossing say uh super super it's 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 almost meta like i think the whole city of bossing say the idea of it like it breaks the fourth wall
1: uh interesting how so
0: in in the in the way in which it sets ups the societal structure like in a hierarchy right um the outer, so you
1: think it's reflective of what we live in
0: i think it's reflective of the world in which we actually live in okay um and what do i mean by this um the outermost ring of bossing say is basically the slums mm-hmm. um, it's, it's the ghettos and it's hidden behind a big-ass wall like essentially what you want to do is hide that um and this brings me back to a, a real life example when brazil was hosting the 2012 summer olympics yeah um the stadium was actually built right outside of a slum that is in brazil and what they did Instead of investing into the slums to try and help them get out of poverty, they actually invested into building a wall backed up by a, a secondary fence to hide the slums uh, right outside of the Olympic Stadium so that when people from all over the world, from very rich backgrounds and things come to see it, they only see what they built. You see yeah, that's, the. That's... Uh, you see the Olympic Stadium, you see the plaza right outside, you see the rest of, uh, I think it was in, I, I can't remember if it was in Sao Paulo or if it was in Brasilia, but you only see what the government has created for you. Everything else is relegated into obscurity behind a wall.
1: Yeah, no, Ba say is exactly like that. I wouldn't take that away at all. And they also have like a secret service. and.
0: Yeah. and. It's the-
1: actually kind of nuts.
0: The the Dai Li added (laughs) The Dai Li's on one A Ridiculous like I actually appreciate The introduction of the Dai Li Uh, Yeah
1: I I find myself Liking the Dai Li too Like I I think It's just nice to have a nefarious Group in Avatar that isn't the, The Fire Nation
0: And then the scariest part is That their operations were going Behind the back of the Earth King
1: Yeah yeah Long Fang, right? That was the uh, guy's name.
0: Long Fang, that was the leader of the Dai Li, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right.
1: He was the one in charge of the Dai Li at the time. I don't think there was a Dai Li leader in Korra. Was there? Or was it just uh, the Earth Queen herself?
0: If not mistaken, I think it was the Earth Queen. Jesus. <laughs> but it was so easy for for the Dai Li to end up taking over the role of the earth king
1: yeah no definitely
0: easier for azula to take control of it i think it was almost too easy yeah i wish i wish they
1: would have went into more of that aside from azula just standing on a podium and being like you're gonna listen to him you're gonna listen to me
0: yeah 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 i don't like that i I I was kind of hoping there'd be a
1: deeper meaning to that or something
0: it, it was a very ant- it was very anticlimactic, but I think it speaks to the influence and power that a character like Azula has.
1: Oh yeah, sure. You don't want to see your walls infiltrated by the Fire Nation when you've kept a secret like there is no war in Ba Sing Se, or even outside the walls for so long.
0: In fact, especially when they brought that giant ass like drill. Yeah, yeah. To take down the wall. Nobody inside knew
1: about that shit.
0: And that blows my shit, cause it's like. How powerful is an organization like the Dai Li, to essentially? I don't, I don't know if it's brainwashing or it's just. I'm it's actually kind of
1: surprised there were no Dai Li at that drill.
0: You know what? Yeah, actually, I, now that I think about it, there was. It was all like actual soldiers that. Uh, like that was
1: before Azula took over. You know that was before the walls were even. You know entered by the avatar yeah so like i'm surprised they didn't do anything for that but i, I would assume you might think your def- your first line of defense will be able to take care of it yeah and if your first line of defense is the avatar
0: well you, you know, you don't have to worry about much you'll be okay <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh going back to you know the idea of like Dai Li and and uh secret organizations um i love the idea of the white lotus the white
1: lotus yeah i do like the white lotus i I think in Korra, uh as we get towards that series i i I don't like what they became no at all but i do like the concept of like the old benders not caring about nations divided Mm -hmm. they're more like guys that just learn from wisdom from each other and they realize that everything's connected and nobody has to be separate.
0: There was School. there was Iro, Boomy, Boomy, uh, Katara's granddad,
1: Master Paku. Um,
0: I forgot the guy that initially tried to teach Aang fire bending. Jong Jong. There you go. Mm-hmm. And then the guy that taught uh, Sokka his sword technique. Yeah. Going into Sokka's training, um, mm. I love his awareness as a character um that the powers that come with bending and you know being next to the avatar he began to truly feel self conscious about his inability to bend and instead of folding and potentially giving in to fan service and magically giving Sokka bending powers they instead double down and make him a is boom- that a
1: shot at Boomi? What do you mean? Is that a shot at Boomy and Korra? Cora?
0: Low key, yeah. You, I guess
1: you <laughs> could say that. I guess you could say that. You better keep Boomy out your mouth, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with the character. I like Boomy as a character. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just no. But I understand what you mean. Yeah. Saka needing to or feeling the need to even out his peers. Yeah, feeling he like can he contribute. can
0: contribute. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not like an Usopp situation in One Piece where Usopp just knows he's a bitch and <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just accepts the role. That as Nami's always out for the bag, never tries to get any stronger. You know. It's that kind of thing. Like he's not veering towards that kind of mediocrity. Yeah, know?
0: exactly. So he's that that awareness more. is you know, just, again, something that adds a lot of depth to his character. cause It's important because if you're going to try and save the world, man, you need to be prepared to do it. Exactly. And as you brought up, characters like Nami or Usopp, where they just take the cards life has dealt them and they run with it. Uh, Sokka really wanted to push against destiny and define himself. Um, yeah. So I love that about him. Um, and then let, let's jump into the idea of... Of sub bending, cause mm-hmm. in books mm. in books two and three, we get like a shit ton of sub bending. Um, we're introduced to blood bending. Yep. Metal bending, sand bending, lightning, projection.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. That's through uh, the whole series.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we didn't get lava bending for the first time until <clears throat> Korra, so we'll we'll leave that out for later. yeah Um. But yeah, man, the idea that that each element and its practitioners can evolve and learn new techniques as they as they develop mastery of it.
1: It's actually kind of interesting because it seems like it's alluding to the fact that they could cross over with other elements.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the initial impression. Mm. Um, but then they kind of go back on that and mm. they, they they give you the impression again that you don't need to necessarily have a bending mother and an bending father or some combination of the two in order to do things like lava bending
1: yeah they implement some kind of uh i guess that's
0: more of a limit you know yeah. i wouldn't
1: call that really like a retcon
0: Um, I wouldn't say retcon is like the right word for it. Um, it's, it's difficult for me to actually put the word to it, but you know, as I said, like initially they give you the impression that Bolin was only able to use lava bending because of his lineage. But then you learn that advanced fighters like, like, uh, Toph can do lava bending as well.
1: It's true. It comes with what you practice and what you know already. Like, Toph just came up with the idea of metal bending. You know, it wasn't something that was established that she could just do since her birth. Yeah. Because everybody knew about it. Toph had to actually find the, the rocks inside of metals.
0: And then going into your idea of, like, one element can, can like, slowly merge into the other. Um, I, I bring up the point... Of how Iroh, he was the one that basically invented or I I think I think it was hinted at that that he created that lightning shit by observing waterbenders. Yeah,
1: he said he basically watched the technique of waterbenders and how they let things flow. Yeah. And shoot out the other side without harming themselves. Just kind of let things bounce off. So you know, you come up with the concept of electricity
0: and then which
1: is close to plasma which is i don't know like, like yeah
0: qu- lightning is actually like the closest thing that com- that comes to plasma in the avatar universe because we was talking about it last night about the idea of is is lava like a plasma like <laughs> material and it's it's like it's within the realm of the idea but not exactly so like it's still rock yeah uh but the whole thing and like if, if we're gonna make it you know less magical and more scientific i don't think you really need that fire bending lineage to become a lava bender because really all you have to do is apply like if if you're that skilled of an bender, uh just apply like this immense amount of pressure and that will superheat the rock into molten lava true so
1: I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but my thing is, what else can they do, you know? Could they, could they I don't know, grind up and wet the, the earth to be able to effectively waterbend? Or like mud bend, which is, I guess, a form of waterbending too. Yeah. There's a connection there, you know? And I wish they would go deeper into those connections because I'd be really curious to see what came out of air and earth.
0: I think you know just because they're doing like this new toff uh yeah. spin-off comic where it's revolving around her very first encounter with a lava bender um, yeah. i think the avatar studios is beginning to realize that fans have this genuine fascination with sub bending mm. and they might end up explaining it um perhaps not the way we want them to maybe they won't go like super in depth about it but this is, uh, it's it's going down the right path, I would say.
1: It's interesting. I feel like it'll end up eventually being, like, everything is everything, you know? And everybody's kind of, like, if you work at it, I guess. Everybody can kind of end up being an avatar. In some sort of way.
0: I could see that. Um, and then, speaking of retcons, um... I still have some points of contention with the whole idea of as to how um bending originated.
1: Uh well, I, you mentioned this before. Yeah, we've talked um, about it
0: before like.
1: <clears throat> and your thing was they kind of said that, you know, for some reason you thought that they said that the bison started air bending or the badger the big bad badger started earth bending <laughs> <laughs> and the dragons fire bending and you know so on and so forth. The moon water bending,
0: yeah, the moon with the uh, water bending.
1: I don't know, man. It, it's interesting. Like, <sighs> we know the bending comes from the lion turtles,
0: yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: We know there's also a spiritual lion turtle. So I would say I don't know. Some maybe some crazy shit. Basically, they reestablished the fact that bending comes from the lion turtles. Yeah. So it's kind of implied that the lion turtles gave these, I guess, perfectors of the craft. Their bending, which would be the bison, the dragons, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um. Why they didn't take the bending away from those beings, I'm not sure. But I would guess it was only a temporary thing for humans because humans were emotional and uncontrollable and very.
0: My initial idea was that the lion turtles were able to grant humans bending and take it away, right? Um, and they would do that, as you mentioned, because humans were emotional, uh, right. manipulative in some cases, or irrational, whatever the case may be. Like we get the example with in, in Korra with Avatar 1, where he was given firebending and he ended up robbing someone else, right? Right. Um, so, my thing is, when, and this is how perhaps there's like a happy medium between both of our stories here is that some people did escape with powers from the lion turtles right sure um and perhaps as well there was some animals that naturally were able to to learn these things because the lion turtles had access to to, to bending elements what's to say some animals or well, other mythical creatures didn't have them either right mm. and they were just natural masters of it so now you have humans in the world that know how to bend but they're not masters of it they don't know how to naturally incorporate that shit yeah. uh so they observe these mythical creatures or spirits in in the world practicing it and then now that they have these bending abilities these humans can pass it and i don't this is where it becomes like a little bit um hazy for me because it essentially they give you the impression that that bending is passed on spiritually but Uh, then the show also gives you like this genetic element to it yeah yeah i mean and, do you know, I, I I noticed you was, like, a little confused on that Even Even
1: that's—I'm not really confused. It's more like, when you say spiritually, what are you talking about? Um, so— Because the what? only time we've ever seen bending given spiritually was by a lion turtle.
0: And when Korra opened up the bridge between the spirit world and the human world.
1: Right, but that was harmonic convergence. That was, like, something that tipped the balances like yeah, something uh, that needed to happen for balance
0: in a spiritual sense yeah i, I guess i so guess yeah it's a reach maybe but that's why i say that like it's up until harmonic convergence it, we were given the impression that or maybe even up until avatar one's backstory uh we're given the impression that bending is genetic you get it from your parents and you might not because you know the difference between Sokka and katara
1: well, we um, knew it came from... Well, we, we kind of knew about that with Aang.
0: Yeah.
1: When he when he encountered that lion turtle, the spiritual lion turtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally had a line where he was like, you know, all energy came from the lion turtles and all energies came from the original. So it kind of already implied like, yeah, the bending is from the lion turtles. Everything is from the lion turtles.
0: And then that kind of brings up questions about if... Bending is supposed to be gifted from the lion turtles. How the hell do people just magically get it from harmonic convergence?
1: Well, that has to be done with balance.
0: Yeah, I mean for the sake of balancing the universe, yeah.
1: It kinda made sense that there were airbenders again, but at the same time it kinda didn't. It didn't
0: like, because now you have uh people like uh Opal where she I think was... it was
1: just an aesthetic choice, man. Like It had to I don't have know.
0: Like I don't, I don't, I don't know if you can give it like it. At least I can't. It would have to be until the creators actually come through and give us some some light on that situation.
1: Like I'd like to know how how people were decided. Like how the spirit world decided who got airbending and who didn't.
0: Exactly. You know,
1: like what 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 qualifies an airbender versus someone who's just a non-bender now, because fairness i guess you know
0: yeah and if and then also in, in in terms of balance right yeah yeah is the spirit world also concerned about the balance between the number of non-benders and benders <clears throat> or is it's it true. just concerned about the balance of benders between the four nations
1: it's true i wonder if anybody ever tried to hustle the lion turtles like one did
0: i mean i would imagine this happened before
1: like, get more than one bending?
0: Actually, I think they explained that. Um, I don't think it's possible to have more than one bending technique unless you're not connected with, like, a spirit like like Rava or Vatu.
1: Well, they only connected. Rava and Juan only connected at Harmonic Convergence. It wasn't, they weren't connected. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Juan was using all the oh, elements. yeah, like, they would
0: just, like, shift between one and the other. Like, it was one The thing
1: element. was, Fine. the thing was, Rava could power up his bending.
0: No, but the thing is, um, if not mistaken, it was explained that Rava had access to all four bending techniques, but she could only let Juan use one at a time. So that if he's using air bending, she would have to phase through him so that he could switch to fire and... Face threw him again to water, so on and so forth.
1: I thought it was only a power-up.
0: No, 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 And no. that
1: he just had those techniques.
0: The power-up occurred once they fused in that fight versus Vatu. That's yeah. when she truly began to power him up and he could use all four simultaneously.
1: I'll have to go back and rewatch that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if not mistaken, I might be wrong, but I think I recall that correctly. Um, hmm. And then... Oh, and then the actual invasion of the Fire Nation during the, the solar eclipse. And right. going back to when they first found out about that in the in the library of Wang Tong. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn, bro. I really think that's when Zuko, in my eyes, that's when Zuko solidified himself as really being on the good guy's side. Um, yeah. I think it really spoke to his <clears throat> character as well. When he decided himself that he wasn't going to kill the Fire Lord.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. When he uh, confronted Ozai during the day of Black Sun.
0: Yeah.
1: And he told him, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. You've lied to me this whole time. You told me there was honor to get back and there is no honor to get back. You know, you were going to shun me regardless of anything that I did. So why should I even stay? Also, you're lying to the rest of the world and I wanna change that. It's a big it's a big crossroads for Zuko, man. Like the true crossroads he should have had in Bossing say. Yeah. But he needed to go home and see that things ain't right.
0: I found it very, very interesting, and I think this this adds it, again the creators of avatar were really interested in adding character to every part of their universe i was really impressed with the way in which they they humanized the fire nation even after making it look like the big bad evil um true true when and when team avatar they spent some time in the fire nation prepping up and being undercover essentially um, they showed you how school life was like, the way in yeah. which they worshiped the Fire Lord. Like, And this adds, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like real life similarities to the way in which mm-hmm. Kim Jong-un in North Korea is like worshipped as a deity.
1: Even here, when they tell you about Christopher Columbus yeah, and they tell yeah. you about great American heroes and how we won in Vietnam and we... with a reason it was success in world war ii and that's just not the case
0: it's very much that that big man theory yeah where they present history as as though it changed and evolved alongside like historical figures in history yeah when in reality that's never the case it's always uh a large consensus like it has to be a paradigm shift within the group Absolutely. In order for there to be change. Um, yeah, no, so going back to, to Zuko and not deciding to kill the Fire Lord himself. Yep. Uh, it was because he had the ability to when he took in the lightning bolt and redirected it at his feet. Yep. He reiterated the fact that it is not his destiny to kill the Fire Lord. It's going to be the Avatar. And then eventually when the moment does come and ozai finally gets that massive fucking boost from sozin's comet yep um it's wasn't
1: just ozai and got the boost too
0: yeah 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 exactly a lot of every, people forget that every single firebender received the boost but you you can tell that sozin's comet didn't really help Aang too much prior to him. Well, yeah,
1: I can imagine if you're more proficient in firebending, you'd know yeah. how to use Sozin's Comet to your yeah, advantage yeah, yeah. better than Aang, who was afraid to firebend up until he learned from the, the creators, the founders, you know?
0: And you also see it in the fight with uh, Zuko and Azula, where every time they threw a fist, like you would hear the boom oh, yeah. of every single fire ball that came out of their fist
1: it was a phenomenal like exchange man
0: the whole climax of that last book was incredible to say the least
1: really and
0: was. actually true story here man i didn't get into avatar until like the last couple episodes of book Three. Oh wow really yeah 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 because like when i saw the commercials for avatar at first um and this goes goes into the music theory of the actual show hmm. I honestly thought that the show was gonna be more of like this Native American kind of influence like it was gonna be a, a story based on the lore and mythology of Native American tribes across the continent
1: hmm I could see that
0: right cuz like the reason why I bring this up is because for one uh, the clothing that Aang wore, it reminded me of what you would see in like textbooks that recount, uh, you know, Native American children. Um, there was also the music, the like it just reminded me of what you would hear um, whenever there was any ritualistic dances or um, again any sort of ritual involving music in Native American tribes and um, in. What we're taught in American schools is that uh, bison were were killed off in order to starve and inconvenience Native American tribes in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. So from the clothing to the music to the inclusion of bison, I was like, OK, so this is going to be like a Native American story kind of thing. Um, I saw the first two episodes and I was like, mm, I haven't, it hasn't really caught me. You know,
1: I was there for the first couple episodes, and I just kept watching it. I kind of fell off at the end, or I guess the mid area of book one, but then I caught back on at book two. Um, Yeah, man, it's kind of one of those, like, book one anyway was one of those series that you kind of caught when you were, like, chilling at home, and it wasn't something you watched consistently, like... I remember feeling like I didn't have to see that shit in order.
0: No, same. I I feel that 110%. I didn't feel like I needed to watch because I didn't see anything from like the second episode of book one, all the way to the very end of book three. That's true. So I knew that the kid had like elemental powers, cool, but nothing caught my attention more then ozai just throwing that massive fucking flamethrower <laughs> over the valley and like spewing flames out of his mouth and both hands i was like whoa this is hard <laughs>
1: <laughs> i got back in when uh they were showing toff man okay when they showed toff holding up the belt on some wwe shit i was excited man i was like yeah this is dope
0: when I saw Gang master the Avatar state and have all four elements circling around him, mm. that's when I knew I was like, damn, I might want to watch this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Absolutely crazy shit. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, going into the influences of thinking it was like a Native American thing, it was definitely a shock to see that it was more so influenced it it was a balance it was a balance because even though it's very simple just the fact that all four bending styles were based off of some eastern martial arts um cemented my idea that perhaps there's more far east influences in the show Oh yeah
1: no it's it's basically all far east
0: yeah 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 there there
1: is no western really much influence unless i guess you want to talk about eskimos i guess not being asian yeah but primarily it's all
0: but i mean at the same time maybe you could make the argument that eskimos are asian yeah uh, because there's a there's a theory that they came over a land bridge from eurasia to north america
1: that's fair that's fair um But there is no, like, you don't see any, like, black people.
0: Yeah, very true. Like, overtly. And
1: it was okay. Like, it wasn't even, like, a bad thing. It was just interesting.
0: Hold on, because I, for a second there, I could have sworn that Boomy was, like, the only black character in the show.
1: I don't know about Boomy being black. It kind of strikes me more as, uh south southeast asian or
0: like maybe indian okay yeah no i could give you that i just like looked at him and i was like he's significantly he has a much darker skin tone than anybody else in the show
1: i mean damn i'm with that you know (laughs) but
0: (laughs) so that's why like maybe i was thinking but um you 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 do bring up a good point in the fact that perhaps he was like
1: South yeah let's say he was southeast asian Wait, which yeah. boomy are we talking about
0: uh king boomy sorry
1: yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah that's the one
0: i'm talking about okay um and then is there anything else we're missing i'm not sure I, we've gone over pretty much all of our thoughts on the show
1: and we've gone over the narrative
0: Yep, yep yep it's
1: just a phenomenal show man it, it's kind of one of those things you have to see for yourself man like, nobody can tell you or encompass the whole series in one talk, man. It's
0: kind of like... Ooh, okay. I just thought of one last thing we could probably touch on. Sure. Um, and this was a, a, a thing that affected Korra way fucking more. And I thought it was a genuine problem within the legend of Korra. Uh, but we're always reminded in some way, shape, or form that the Avatar has access to all of his past lives all of his or her past lives sure um and we rarely if ever you know dive into that like roku is a pretty fleshed out character right like we get to know him pretty well throughout the run of the last airbender um but kiyoshi i mean we got her in comics we got her we got a little bit of her story Little bit, we know the backstory, but we don't know her character, we don't know the personality, right? Her well, motive, I mean, yeah, mer- we her... kind of do. How so? Explain.
1: I mean, I would say, even in the series, she was very stern, very to the point, <clears throat>
0: mm-hmm.
1: very proud. Okay, like, she, but like my know.
0: thing is, what I wanted to know about her was like her motives, like, what were her hardships, like, what was the upbringing.
1: I mean, we kind of see that through Suki. A little bit. Yeah, I could see that. I would say that Suki embodies exactly what Kiyoshi was.
0: And Kiyoshi was, like, known to be, like, this super stern, badass avatar. Like, like the polar opposite of what Aang was as far as personalities go.
1: Well, she's an earthbender. We also got that narrative through Toph. You have to be immovable.
0: You gotta be tough.
1: You have to be tough, you have to be unshakable, you have to be... You have to have an eye and will, essentially.
0: Yeah, and then, um... We didn't get much out of Avatar Koruk in the story. Koruk and uh, Chen, we didn't get any of that, but... That's fine. Right? Because
1: what was Koruk's life? He pretty much said it.
0: Um, Well, what was... Explain that one to me.
1: No, he was the surfing one, yeah?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He just said he didn't take his his avatar duty seriously. He just Actually, surfed all day.
0: I watched a, um, a video that goes into the avatar extended universe. Okay. Um, the reason as to why avatar Kurok had like this really bad reputation amongst humans was because he was more of a spirit beings centered avatar. Um, he, he brought that up later in life where he has his own regrets because he felt he should have been more balanced as the avatar is implied to be. Should have been more decisive. Mm-hmm.
1: That was what he whole, said.
0: His whole thing was he, was he was very much in favor of the spirits and the spirit world. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why like I'm grateful that we do have like those spin-off comics that explore in detail. Um, a lot of the backstories that were alluded to in the main series. Yeah, but I would have loved to see like more avatars animated, showing off their crazy ass powers. Um, I forgot his name, but he was that, that Fire Nation avatar that basically invented like the abacus or something like that. Mm. Uh, let me search up his name real quick.
1: Yeah, I man. Basically, I don't know some some avatars you you should. I mean, maybe we should see feats, but what do you want? Do you want actual, like, feats? Do you uh, want to see cool shit, or do you want, like, an actual story? I'm, because I'm a lot not, of them don't really a, have that story element.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's kind of like uh, a hopeful wish to get both. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I, I want to see a, a really fleshed-out story where um, we can feel for the character. You know, we, we get their motives and why their traumas guided them to go uh, a certain route or whatever the case may be like we get to see why Aang eventually decided to accept his roles as avatar because of his past traumas and everything that he went through in between so like kind of like a similar thing where you could also see other characters exhibit the crazy ass powers of an avatar
1: hmm I guess, yeah.
0: Like, even though Avatar 1's story was, like, very short and sweet, like, it was still very, uh... What's that word I'm looking for? Like, enjoyable. Like, I I liked that. It was, like, what? Like, two, three, four episodes?
1: Something like that.
0: Something like that, and I got something that was satisfactory. So. But do
1: you really give a shit about the second Avatar? Uh... Well, like, the third?
0: I mean... When you're not introduced to them in a in a in a, in a manner that, because like you could have made the same. Well, actually, no, it's the first. I mean,
1: avatar. there's also been thousands, you know, ten thousand avatars.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you have to be you... like, oh, we're gonna do one. You're gonna do all ten thousand? <laughs>
1: yeah, Jesus, you know.
0: Yeah, that's od.
1: It is an interesting concept, though, that's lost on Korra now. Um,
0: yeah, because be Korra able to had no interactions with the fucking past avatars, and she even lost them too.
1: Right, but the concept to be able to like manifest the spirit of a previous person and be able to utilize all the power that they had in their prime.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's kind of like a crazy concept. I
0: don't you know, it's think interesting. That, I don't think something like that had been done before like in a main series show.
1: Uh well, Common Rider used to do that. Uh, if you're into uh yeah, like yeah. stuff like that, common writer usually does that sort of thing. But um, or even some versions of the Power Rangers do that. But um, true. I don't know. Or Super Sentai, if if you're into
0: that. All right, but yeah, man, I think I think that touches base on everything, actually. Yeah. That was that was a really good take on that. Absolutely. All right, yo. So, yeah, I mean, if you guys listen and think we missed out on anything, just at me on Twitter or Instagram. I'll be there at Young Legend Rich. For and sure. you can hit up Will at Will underscore Gats. Talk to us. We don't bite, we won't hurt y'all. Absolutely. Let me know
1: <laughs> if you're excited for anything for the upcoming spring season or we can talk about something coming later. Let me know because. Man, our socials are open, they're wide open, and I'm looking forward to talking to some of you, man. I don't get to talk to you people.
0: Absolutely. I love having conversations like this, man.
1: Absolutely. It goes deep, man. Sometimes we can talk about some deeper
0: stuff, man. It's crazy. All right, y'all. So y'all know the deal. We're going to be here same time, same place next week. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Anime Overtime. I hope you guys have a great week.
1: Absolutely. Guys, next time.
0: And here comes uh, Big Bad Badger Mole. <laughs> hey, those things are music lovers. Badger moles coming toward me. Come on
1: guys, help me out.
0: The Big Bad Badger who work in the tunnels. Hate the wolf bats but love the sound.